<clears throat> so we're back again this week. Uh, David's here. Hey guys, I'm Nick. To say this week, uh, this week we want to talk a, a couple topics with you guys. Uh, we want to talk credit cards, kind of everything to do with those. Um, some debt consolidations and debt collections and how to. Um, but I think our, our biggest focus tonight is, is going to be credit cards, uh, the pros, the cons to them, uh, and a couple different life situations about how to um, how to handle them uh, in, in every step of life. So, uh, so thanks, uh, thanks, guys, for joining us. Yeah, you're going to hear some different backgrounds here. Like, Umar and I both have many, many credit cards, well over 20 each. Uh, Mike and Nick both have way less than what we do. So you're going to hear a little bit different experience from all of us and then kind of what we do with them. So <clears throat> there, there's different options for credit cards, obviously. So there's, the, the thing we will always steer you towards is if you're getting a credit card, you need to get something for that credit. Okay. I do not own a card that simply just allows me to use it. I'm going to have it. It's going to give me travel options. It's going to give me cash back. It's going to give me gift cards. It's going to give me something. Most people view credit cards as the banks are giving it to you. So it's okay if you have to pay for it. I don't view it that way. If the bank's giving it to me, I'm going to make money off of it. Otherwise I don't want it. I have, I have no interest whatsoever. So the majority of the cards I have are rewards cards. Um, I live and die with Capital One. I have a Quicksilver, I have a Venture, I have a Saver, I have a rewards card with them. My wife also has a Quicksilver, my daughter also has a Quicksilver. I'm, I'm a big fan of Capital One because they give you, you know, usually 1.5% back on all your purchases. I love that. I want stuff back. There's a lot of different options out there for rewards. You can go with those type of things from Capital One. City has a double cash back card where you get 2% on purchases. They, they give you 1% up front when you buy it or and another percent back when you pay the bill. I've had some city cards in the past. Usually it's, you know, to get stuff back for gift cards and stuff. I, I'm not a gift card guy. I don't, I don't need a Walmart gift card. I'd, I'd rather, you know, have cash. Cash is king. Um, Chase has some different options. I do have a Chase card that I use. My Chase card, I'm, I think Mike has the same one I do. It's an Amazon card. Yep. So you use your Chase card at Amazon, they give you 5% back. You can use those reward points anytime you want for free stuff. I, I don't buy everything off Amazon because, you know, I'm not a huge big company type guy. But I buy the easy stuff. I, you know, I don't go to the store and buy toilet paper. I buy toilet paper off Amazon. They send it to me every couple months. So you're going to give me free? I'm going to use that. Um, even business-wise, every, every card my wife has opened for our business, they've all had some kind of rewards tied to it. So if you're going to go out there, you're going to get some of those cards, you got to jump on, on reward options, something, anything. So that's kind of my little spiel. If you guys got something to add to that as far as the rewards go before we get to travel, please do. Well, so, and you know, 
I don't, I don't own many credit cards. Um, I, I think I have one credit is still, the, the credit's still open there um, on the one that I have. Um, you know, quick funny story. Uh, I don't use it so often. I got it, I got it when I was younger. Um, the credit just kind of built up on it. Uh, I, I had a Sunday purchase that I was going to do and I, I, for some reason my banking was down so I had to use a credit card and uh, it got declined and I was like, you know, I, I have a pretty good open limit on this thing and the lady's like, nope, it's declined and I was like, try again. I was like, I have zero balance, <clears throat> try again. Well, come to find out, uh, the credit card had been expired for three years. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I, that's how often I, I use credit cards. Um, we, but, but being in, in the, the real estate business, I guess, I've talked to a lot of my friends that do it, right? So they pay everything with their credit card. Um, you know, all their, all their business meals, all their flooring that they're going to put in, everything. They, they put it on their credit card and pay it off because, you know, it's guaranteed spending. Um, so I know with like the Home Depot specific card, right, funded by them, uh, they'll get 18 months, zero interest. Um, plus they'll get, you know, 10% off or 20% off right away just for using their card. So, um, you know, it's a huge savings for them just to have it right away and they're getting, you know, interest free. Um, you know, same with, same with Lowe's. Um, you know, these guys, these guys are, are, are using the, the benefits of them. They don't give you cash back, but right, they give you usually discounts kind of right up front just for carrying it um, and interest free, depending on, depending on when you sign up, you know, uh, a lot of things is, is you have to ask, you know, once in a while you have to ask for it, right? So your 18 months is up and let's say you have to go buy another refrigerator. You just go, Hey, can I, can I get 18 months? And, and on the, on the register, they're like, yeah, we can do that. And they, they just make it happen. So, um, I find that to be a huge benefit for a lot of my friends that have credit cards. You guys got anything you want to throw in there? Um, I was going to add, <clears throat> even though you don't really like the gift card situation, sometimes it can be beneficial because I know, for instance, my other card, if I have $50 or $40 worth of cash back, I can use that $40 worth of cash back to get a $50 gift card, thereby just, you know, just adding to the benefit. That's something some people may not know about. Yeah, and that's a great yeah, option. I mean, if you can buy up, always buy up. Well, it's, uh, I know I know I'm a little younger than some of you guys, um, even some people, and, and I'm a little older than some people that are probably going to be watching this, right? Um, back back when I was 18, kind of getting started into the credit card game, I, I could use my debit card back then and, and earn points for everything that I had. And then the, the federal government stepped in and said, no, you're not allowed to do that you know, debit cards can't, can't be linked to rewards and things like that. So, um, it, it kind of stopped me from getting used to that, that mindset. I still loved it. Like, I mean, I remember, gosh, being young, I would cash out, you know, 180 bucks or something just in cash, just randomly. And I was like, perfect. You know, it, it's, this thing's paid for. So, um, you know, I, I know building up the cash or building up, you know, as Amr said, Hey, you know, if, if you know that you're going to go buy anything, you know, even even Amazon, yeah, if you can if you can turn forty into fifty, 
that's, you know, that's 20% right there extra that they're giving me. If I'm already going to go buy something or um, I have a couple of friends that have uh, Cabela's, or, uh, sorry, Cabela's uh, credit cards, they get all their points and then they'll, they'll buy Cabela's cards. They'll go buy a brand new gun and usually it's paid for, you know, they save up their $50 gift cards each time and it, it pays for itself. So. Well, that's a good point too. So like I have different cards that are used for different situations. So Speedway offers a card. I always use my Speedway card at Speedway. I cash that out for Amazon gift cards so that I have, you know, if, if there's a big purchase I want to make on Amazon, now I get to make that for less because I have all this, these Speedway points that I saved up to get a gift card. If I go to a different gas station, I have a Bank of America card that gives me 3% on gas. So I use that card there. Uh, they do give cash, so you know I'm I'm always happy with that. I got a couple of American Express cards that give different <clears throat> rewards. One of them's a Hilton Honors card, so it gives you Hilton Honors points. Which you know, if I'm going to stay at a hotel, that's usually my preferred chain because I have you know a bunch of points there to use. Um, it just kind of depends on what you value and what you want. So. I think that kind of segues us a little bit into to the travel cards here. So my American Express Hilton card, that, that's free. There's no annual fee on that, which when you look at credit cards for travel, that's not typically the norm. With the best travel reward credit cards out there, you have to pay for. So, you know, whether it's an airline or a hotel, if you're paying for an annual fee for that card, they're going to give you better rewards. If you're just at a free level with that card, you're, you're obviously going to earn at a much slower rate, which, you know, for me, is fine. I don't take a ton of vacations. You know, we're, we're working a lot. I got three jobs. So I'm not as worried about traveling and, and tapping into those things at this point in my life as, as what I hope to be in, you know, 10 years from now, where I would hope I'm traveling a lot more and, and able to tap into some of that stuff. So when you look at some of these cards out there, you know, most of them average somewhere between $100 a year to $600 a year. And depending on what the card is, tells you what you're gonna get. So there, the Chase has a Sapphire Reserve, which gives you travel credits, 3% on travel, 3% on dining, a $1,000 sign-up bonus, but it's 550 bucks a year for that card. So you're gonna earn quick, but you're also gonna spend money for that. Whereas, you know, if you get a Capital One Venture card, they have one that has a no annual fee. You're only getting 1.25% back on all purchases. So you're obviously earning at a much, lower rate. Those are things when you're looking into, you have to figure out, okay, what's more important to me? Is it, is it worth paying nothing a year and earning slower or should I pay, you know, yearly for this and, and earn at a much faster rate? Now I know Nick vacations two, three times a year doesn't always fly though. So sometimes it, it might be worth in his best interest to look into some of these travel cards. It might not be depending on where they decide to go in a given year, am I right or wrong, Nick? Yeah. And that's, it's, it's, you know, it's, trust me, it's one of those things that I personally look into quite a bit um, because I am stepping up my traveling. Um, you know, I, we, we are seeing we're going away more often. Um, I wouldn't mind having those rewards. Um, but I'm so stingy that I won't spend 
$100 on an annual fee, um, you know, even though I'll, I'll have potential to make it back. It's just not a thing that, it's not a thing that I want to do. Um, and it's something I have to get over, you know, and I have to learn to be more responsible in, in, in figuring out what my percent back is going to be and if it's going to be worth it. Um, you know, if I did it this year, I'd be pretty irritated, right? I mean, nobody's traveling for these next four or five months type of a thing. So, uh, you know, it, it's not beneficial. You know, we, we looked at, you know, you talked about Chase. You talked about Chase and, uh, you know, we looked at there's one where you can get a companion pass if you get, uh, you know, 120,000 points, right? But if you open two Chase cards um, on the same day, uh, you know, spend your $3,000 to get it, you'll, you'll get your – 120,000 points right away and you get a companion tax. So they fly for the price of, uh, air, or, uh, of tax, you know, sales tax to wherever the heck you're going. Um, and a couple of little, you know, small, uh, you know, 12 bucks basically for a, for a round trip ticket somewhere for you and your wife, um, or whoever, you know, whoever you name as that, uh, as that companion, it's, it's specific to one person though. Um, you know, it, there's so many, there's so many points out there, you know, and I know that some of the credit cards they'll offer, you know, five, 5% or, you know, five times the points on, or sorry, five times the points on, on certain purchases it depends on where you're going. So uh, when it comes to credit cards, really to my opinion is, is look at what your lifestyle is, what you do normally. I mean, if you're, if you're buying groceries and getting gas, right, I, I can't guarantee that a travel one is going to be perfect for you. Uh, you know, we, we basically, we fly every two years to some big destination and then we, we go camping or, or to a lodge or something, um, every other year or so. Um, you know, my, my, my daughter is getting older. So right. We're going to start paying for her to fly. So it, you know, it might come down to be nice to do that. Um, but you know, really to, to me, it's, it, it, you know, take a look at your life. If you're doing a lot of spending and you have a higher income, right? Some of these pay for credit cards might be worth it. So we're gonna kind of segue into one of the questions that, that came up. So Nick and I are, are in several different money communities and, and one of them, there was a guy named Ed that was asking about credit cards because he wanted to know more information. And I kind of, you know, Nick sent me the message and I went out there and I said, Hey, actually we're, we're going to do a YouTube video about this today. So him and I talked a little bit and he's from Australia. So I did a little research on Australian credit cards so I could help Ed out here so he could know some things. So <clears throat> some differences in, in credit cards, obviously in different countries. So uh, the four of us are based in the United States. We have a lot of options when it comes to no annual fee credit cards. In other countries, you don't necessarily have that. So a lot of the credit cards I looked up in Australia, they have annual fees, you know, anywhere from 60 Australian dollars a year on up to two, $300 Australian a year. So of course, I'm always looking for value. So looking into this for Ed, the, the one that stuck out for me is there's a Qantas American Express Discover card. Now, Qantas is an airline. You, you earn 0.75 Qantas points for any purchase. There's no cap on it. There's no annual fee. So you can put that towards travel. 
if if I'm obviously living in Australia, which I'm not, if I am, that, that would probably be my first choice for a credit card because they're giving me stuff I don't have to necessarily pay for it. So there's a lot of other options out there. Now I know Ed's pretty young, so he's he's still building credit, I believe. You know, when we were talking, he said that he had, um, he's been on his parents' credit cards for a while, so he does have some credit established, which is great. So, you know, just talking about that having credit established thing, I was probably 13 when my mother put me on her credit card, so I always had credit. I did the same thing with my daughter. She was probably 12, and I stuck her on my credit card, so she's always had great credit. If you can do that with your kids, that's a wonderful thing because you're paying the bill. You don't even have to give them the card. They're going to build credit right along with whatever you're doing. So I always recommend, you know, when they hit their early teen years, put them on your card. You pay the bills. They're building credit. Obviously, you have to be responsible. You can't sit there and, and default on these cards because then it destroys their credit and they're going to be pissed off at you, coming at you and, you know, kicking you. And I don't blame them for that. But as long as you're responsible with it, you can sit there and build credit for your kids and they don't have to worry about that when, you know, they're hitting adulthood and they go to, off to college, let's say, and, and people are predators preying on them saying, here, I'll give you a credit card. You don't have to pay anything and you, it's just free money. Because that's what happens to a lot of these kids when they get to college and then they rack up all these bills. So kind of going back to, to the Australian thing so we can help add out a little bit here. There are some different options out there. You know, there are some lower annual fees. Uh, ANZ has a low rate card, which is free for the first year. They offer you, you know, it's $58 Australian after that. It's a little bit lower interest rate if you had to carry an interest rate, which I am never a fan of. Do not carry that over. Pay that bill off every month. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's a big key, even for credit cards everywhere. Like, yeah. We... David and I want to be very clear to people, credit cards are tools. They're not toys, right? This isn't, this isn't for people that are known to go into debt. Like this is not a debt thing that you want to play with. If you are going to pay off your bills every month and treat them like a utility bill or something like that, that you pay, right? A credit card is a possibility to help you just a little bit better. Um, really, you know, we, we are, we are very, we are very no no debt type of people um, for credit cards. Yeah, and I, I I absolutely agree with Nick. I'm, I'm I do not advocate running up debt. It, it's not good to have it. You want to pay off things as quickly as you can. We're not looking at you know showing some long history of you know I was able to carry this ten thousand dollar debt for five years and, and pay it off. We're we're trying to show how to make money off of these cards. So even looking, you know, in Australia, the only other card that I like, there's a Virgin Money, no annual fee credit card, because again, I'm for no annual fees. That gives you a 0% rate for up to 12 months. So that's something we have not talked about yet. I'm, I'm a firm believer in if somebody offers you a 0% rate, and that's something you know you can pay off within whatever X number of date that is, take it. Take it, pay it off in time. That helps you establish credit a little bit quicker because now you're making payments, which is a great thing to do. If you're making payments, they see a nice payment history. 
you're not accruing any added debt to that, but you have to make sure you pay that off before that time is up. Otherwise, they're charging you interest from day one on the highest value that you had on that card. Well, I say, you know, I, I know, I know with here, you know, with here, a lot of, a lot of places will offer you credit cards for, you know, again, it goes back to like the 20%, that, you know, if you open a credit card, you'll save, you know, 20% of your full purchase today. And, you know, but, and that's a good thing if you have a substantial purchase that you're doing. Um, I know we did it once for, uh, for furniture. They offered us 0% interest and 20% off uh, just for buying and, and opening the credit card. So I was like, I could pay cash and not save money, or I could save money by, by just having them pull my credit um, and 0% interest. So I was fine with that, um, you know, because I had to open it. And then two days later, I could just go pay it off after it, it went into the system. So, uh, of course, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that. Um, yeah, I say, I think, I think with, uh, with Ed in Australia, you know, the biggest key is you're younger. Um, I don't know your income, to be honest. Um, I, you know, responsibility is a big thing. Are you going to, are you going to pay it off? Um, and are you using it on a constant more than just gasoline and, and groceries? Um, you know, if, if you're not, you know, buy you just, just a zero or, uh, yeah, a zero annual fee. Um, one of the two that David had mentioned, uh, I, th I think is pretty much your go-to for that. Yeah, I'm always a big advocate for save as much money as you can. And, and again, Nick said it before, use this as a tool. This is a great tool to have. It's everything we talk about, you know, in the last three episodes we've done and this one going forward, it's, it's all something for your toolkit. Take something from this, stick it in your toolkit, figure out how to make it work. If you can do that and take something that we've said and, and make that your own, that, that's fantastic. That's what we're looking for because, you know, it's, it's taken me 42 years to figure out some of these things. It's, it's taken Nick 32 years-ish because I think he's about 32. So, you know, oh my gosh, I got like three months. we're hoping that, you know, everybody can, you know, take stuff from this because not everybody knows. So, you know, not to divulge from this a little bit, but Mike and I, we've been friends for a long, long time. After he got divorced, him and I sat down and looked at his finances because I said, hey, I think I can help you here with some things. And, and literally all we did was talk about what he had. I made a couple minor minor suggestions and he goes yeah those couple things make sense he took a little bit he didn't take some other things and I, that's all i'm looking for I'm, I'm not necessarily saying you should do everything i do it works for me take one thing that i do make it work for you so one of the other questions Nick and i saw was somebody has a, a credit card they've had it for a long time now the credit card is just charged an annual fee. They don't have a balance on the card. They barely use it. They want to know what to do. So before I answer my thoughts, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there to you, Nick. What do you, what do you think? So, I mean, my thought is, is I, I'm the kind of person where time, time and money. So I'm always going to call and say, you know, figure out what happened, why I have an annual fee. It's been so long that I've had it. So I'm going to, if I like the company and they treated me well and I have great points, uh, you know, I'm going to say, hey, I, I'd like this annual fee waived. I don't want an annual fee anymore. If, uh, if I, you know, I mean, carrying a no balance, you know, not really using it, it's, it's not doing much benefit for them. 
Um, if they have a bunch of points built up, yeah, you know, cash out points, um, cash out points, do all that. I, I close the credit card and just kind of open another one with zero, per, you know, zero annual fee, zero interest. Um, you know, really, that that's that's what I would do personally um, in my situation. You know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay for something that I don't use. Hence the it goes back to why I don't have great internet for this or cable. Um, <laughs> I don't if I'm gonna use it to be out well. So. So Nick brings up a great point. Probably the only thing I would do differently is is when I call them and find out if they'll waive that fee. If they decide to play hardball, nope, we're not waiving that fee. We're not making any money off of you. So you're just going to pay this fee and whatever. I'm going to go and get a new credit card first. Then I'm going to call and cancel the other one. Because what, what you're looking for here is certain credit factors go into what your credit score is. One of them is how much available credit do you have? So if you go and close that card, let's say it's a $10,000 limit and you close it, now you've just decreased your debt to income ratio, you just decrease the available amount of open credit that you have and you may have taken away the option to get a card in the near future because banks will not see you as, a, as good of a risk as what you were before because you had this open credit and you had this lower debt to income ratio. So those are things to take into account before you decide to close an account. Um, there are other things that work into your credit score inquiries that you have, you know, don't go and apply for 15 credit cards at once. Amar and I both have said we have over 20 each, you know, probably close to 30 for both of us. We didn't get those all in the same year because they're not going to do that. You get one here, you get one there. The more inquiries you have, the worse of a credit risk you are because they figure, okay, well, he's just going to run up credit or she's just going to run up credit. They don't want to, put themselves in a situation where you're going to go bankrupt or default or it has to go to collections because they're losing money if any of those things happen. And they're in the business to make money. We are. And I say, I think, you know, adding on to that kind of, you know, what credit is and how it, how it's looked at is what your personal value is the ability to pay back the amount that you borrow. Um, right. So, you know, I know, I know from personal experiences, right? When I first started out at 18, I, I wasn't like David. I didn't, I didn't get put on a credit card. My mom, my mom is actually completely against credit cards. Never had one. Won't sign up for anything. Um, she's, gosh, 58 years old or something like that right now. Uh, and I finally got her to do a debit card. No, like no lie. Sundays she used to call me to borrow money for Sundays because the banks were closed. <laughs> so, um, but with that. You know, it's, it's your, you know, they look at it as, again, your ability to pay back that money. So I got, I started out, I was a college kid, you know, um, going to school for, for nothing, uh, but they gave me a $500 limit and I, I went out and kind of, you know, I, I just, I, I opened it up. I heard that if you get a credit card, it helps you build credit. So I opened it, spent money and paid it off. Um, you know, I'll be honest in the, in the beginning, I paid some interest cause I thought that, that that's what would help me build credit was like paying, paying them money to, to let me get bigger, uh, a bigger credit score. Um, and then, you know, randomly they sent me a note, uh, that my credit had gone up to a thousand dollars and I was like, Oh, okay. I, 
you know, didn't even ask for it. Didn't know what that was, but you know, that was, that was me building credit, you know, I mean, me having the ability to pay it off. So, um, you know, then they, they canceled the, the, the student credit card and gave me like a $2,000 regular credit card. Um, they canceled it on me. And then honestly, from there, it went, you know, it went to a $5,000, $10,000 limit. And I had pretty much stopped using this thing at this point. And, you know, next thing I know, I'm at, you know, $40,000, $75,000 limit on a credit card that I never use. So um, it just became my ability to, to pay a certain amount of money that they thought I could cover. So it's all in a matter of, of their opinion of what I can cover uh, debt to income wise. So. So a couple of other things we wanted to hit on here, I think kind of go together. So what do we do about credit cards and teenagers? What are options for secured credit cards? Um, I, I think those both kind of go hand in hand. So one of my unofficial daughters is, you know, 25 years old, never had credit, period. Wants to know what to do. Well, at this point, you can try to get a credit card, but it's probably going to be tough you might have to go the secured credit card route, which still builds you interest. And, and my advice to her was go with a small amount, try to find a $200 secured credit card, which, you know, basically that means you're funding it with $200. You can use it for up to 200 bucks. And then, you know, it cuts you off. You can't use it for any more until, you know, that bill is paid. So that would be the first thing I recommend as far as, is cards for teenagers. I don't think there's a specific card that, you know, you say, hey, this is a great option for teenagers. I, th I think what you do is if you're a parent, so, you know, Nick is a long ways from this, his daughter's four. Umar's a long way from this, his son's one and a half. Mike's not quite as far, you know, we're, we're hitting double digits with Max and, and his daughter's, yeah, almost there and, and, what you do is when they get to that point, if they're not responsible, you just stick them on yours and you don't let them have it. If they're responsible, you can let them have your card and say, hey, listen, everything you do, I see. Yep. Many of your companies will allow you to put a limit on how much that specific card is allowed to spend at a time. So you can say, you know, this card can spend 30, 40, $50 a day, whatever, you just set that limit as. That way they can learn about it because that, that's the one thing we're not giving any kids is a healthy respect for their finances. They don't go through that. They learn algebra, which is great, and geometry and calculus. And these are all great things. You should learn those things. But they don't sit there and take a, a real math class where they're learning, you know, what is debt? How do I write a check? How do I open a checking account? you know, what's a direct deposit, they don't learn any of those things. So they don't have any of those skills. So that's really our job as parents to teach them those things. So I know it was important for me, you know, when my daughter hit a certain age that here's your credit card, I see everything you do. If you do something I don't agree with, we're going to have a, a really long talk and we're going to figure out if that's something you need. And I can honestly say I never had an issue. She, you know, she was great with her cards. Well, I think, you know, it goes back, it's a, it's a tool to teach, right? I mean, um, you know, I have, I, I have a few friends that, you know, their parents gave them credit cards and they were allowed, you know, a certain, a certain amount per month. And, um, 
you know, if, if we went out there, you know, they would be like, hey, can I pick up this bill? They'd have to call their parents and things like that. Um, and, and so, it, you know, what I'm, what I'm planning to do with my kid is, is get her one, you know, or put her on mine. Um, it builds it and, you know, allow her to go have some fun with limitations, right? There's going to be consequences, but I'm not going to set myself up for failure and let her have access to, you know, $40,000. That's just crazy. You know, what, what kid isn't going to go out and, and spend it? Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a good tool to teach responsibility financially. And that's, that's the biggest key here. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm interested because when Mike and I'm are both here, I, I kind of want to know, because you both have kids at different ages. What are, what are your thoughts on your kids and when it comes time to maybe introducing these things to them? So, uh, Umar, you want to go first? Because yours is obviously the youngest child that we have out of the four of us. <laughs> sure. I mean, my whole idea is to teach him about debt and credit way before he even knows what a credit card is, you know, starting with allowance, like, Hey, you know, here's 10 bucks. Now, if you don't use any of that and you leave it with me next week, I'll give you 12. You know, if yep. you use it all, well then I'm going to give you eight next week instead of 10, you know, and just sort of teach sure. him the longer you leave your money alone, the more it'll grow. And well, yeah, I think it's the other goes. I think it's a great. I think it's a great thing, really. I do. Um, I know. I know my, our plans already, and we're trying to do it with my daughter, is to get her to write down how much, um, how much she has in her piggy bank, you know, or how much she deposits, and keep a journal. Um, cool. And we we have her doing a couple other things, like you know, a, a donation pile, and just to keep track of everything. And if she keeps her journal up to date, um, right, we we fund it more. Um, if she doesn't keep her journal up to date, then it costs her money because she didn't pay her, her bill off. So I, I, I like, I like what you're doing with that. So, um, and Mike, do you have any plans for what you're going to do with your kids? I mean, do you, do you, do you, are you, are you even going to put them on a credit card? Are you going to give them a debit card, prepaid visa, something like that? I, I'm definitely thinking it. it and it, it might depend on the kid, too, because, like, Max, I trust him fully. He, I could see, I could give him a, you know, $200 limit credit card or something like that. And he's probably only going to use it, you know, and I tell him, you know, if you're going out with friends and everybody else has cash and you want to put it on, your, on a card and get everybody to pay you cash, I mean, I do that enough just, again, to get you know, when I go out with people, sometimes just to get the points on my credit card and, you know, because they're going to just pay cash and, you know, I'm like, good, give me the cash. I'll spend it or deposit it into my bank and, um, you know, so, but my daughter, she may get one that she never sees. She may, that may be yep. just be me helping her build credit until she's mature enough to handle it. Um, fortunately being divorced, it's hard to be in agreement with the, from a financial stance. Cause you know, I have to then make sure my ex is okay with me giving and, you know, we kind of have different stances. They do a lot of chores at their mom's house for, you know, no real benefit to them. 
Whereas I tried to get them to do things and give them, you know, a little bit of money for, you know, helping me vacuum, helping me, you know, rake the leaves, you know, that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, David, I wanted to go back to your 25 year old, uh, yeah. you know, not your daughter. Um, you know, one thing, one thing, you know, I think credit, Credit is a, you know, is, a, is a, a good asset to have. If she's looking to buy a house, right? Yes, you can, you can certainly buy a house without credit, right? But you're going to have to have a substantial amount of money down compared to somebody who has credit, you know? Um, and so, you know, if, if they're a saver and things like that and they want to run life with no credit, that's perfectly fine. Um, but, you know, if, they, if they're looking to do go into the next thing, like buy a house with FHA of, you know, 3% down. Um, yeah, you know, you're going to want to build that. So um, it's a matter of where they see their self kind of going. Um, you know, and then for myself, like I, I'm hoping my kid has credit by 18 so she can buy a house the day she graduates high school. So, um, you know, I, so I, I think it, I think it becomes that. So, if 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 there if this person has to build, have goals they want to hit and they know where it's going to be right then certainly yeah, start with a two dollar secured card um, from there from there she'll get offers for an unsecured credit card um, and then it'll it'll kind of go into the the thing I talked about earlier where it just kind of keeps growing for for them as their credit score goes up so um, you know I. I, I've seen it too many times though where where my friends my friends you know they're younger they, they they get a house and then they we talked about financing furniture and they finance furniture and then they're they're like oh I want new appliances because you know it's the thing you do so then they go finance all these appliances and then everything's just a huge monthly payment so um, I, I you know again just I would give her the suggestion of response make sure she's responsible with it start small you know I always I, I love secured credit cards as much as they're a pain in the butt to have to put the money there. It teaches you that, are you going to be the kind of person to pay it back? Are you going to be, you know, are you going to be the person to pay it back? So, um, you know, it, with you guys having, you know, 30 credit cards, right? You're logging into your accounts, you're checking them daily. I check my bank account five times a day. It's just a habit thing. You know, I, I just don't want to go in and check a million other accounts. So, um, you know, if, if you're the, if you're the kind of person that just wants to, you know, once a month, uh, you know, check, check your account to make sure that you're on the right path and you have a savings, a savings for the just in case. Yeah. One credit card. Perfect. Right. Pay it off and, and make sure you don't carry that balance over. So, um, I, I think you and I are on the agreements. Good, good suggestion with a $200 secured credit card or, mm -hmm. or, you know, $500 secured credit card, whatever they're, they're choosing. There's, uh, and now, what did you t where did you tell her to go get that card at? We didn't really discuss where she was going to get it at. And I, and I mean, you bring up a great point, because when my daughter was looking for a house, she only had to bring 3% to the table. If my non-daughter was looking for a house, she'd have to bring 20%. There's, there's just no doubt. She's not at the point where she wants to do anything yet. So we didn't sit down and look at, hey, these are the options that you have. I told her, I said, when you're ready, we'll sit down, we'll look at it, I'll, I'll make my suggestions for this is the card I would go with, and we'll see what happens. But we didn't get into specifics of secured cards yet because she's just not there yet. 
Sure. So, um, and I think you said we had another question from uh, from somebody. Well, we had a couple more on here that we wanted to hit. So these these two both kind of go together. It's how many? What's the right number of credit cards? And what is your debt to credit ratio? What should that be? So I'm, I'm going to hit the number of credit cards first. It really depends on the person. If you're starting out, one or two, maybe three at the most. You know, if if you're very, if you show you're responsible, and and you're one of these people like Ummer or me who loves spreadsheets and want to track everything in the world then you can handle 20, 25 credit cards and not have an issue because I look at my balances every day on every credit card I have. I have a whole spreadsheet that lists every credit card out, what the, the advantages is to having those. And, and I know what card to use before I go to an establishment to use it because I know where I'm gonna get the biggest bang for my buck. But you have to know, you really have to sit down and, and analyze who you are as a person before, hey, this is the, the certain number of cards I need. If you're starting out, one or two. Yeah. You know, if you've been building credit for 10 or 12 years, that, that's a great question. Yeah, I, I fully agree. It's, it's a matter of person to person who you are, right? I mean, there's some people that shouldn't have a credit card. Um, I'll be honest. You know, I, I know people that, given any opportunity, they'll, they'll spend money, they'll max out a credit card, go into another shop, and you know max out you know get a discount max out that credit card and then complain that their you know monthly payment you know they have four four minimum monthly payments of two twenty five dollars a piece and you know it's a hundred dollars you know just right there so um i always suggest start out small um and and make sure that you can do it right make sure that you make sure you're taking the steps logging on every month paying it off every month go to the second one because you know we talked about some of the some of the things right if you if you get one that's specifically for all your your daily things uh for the points and then you you are traveling right um get one for travel as well right so i mean every time you're on a flight every time you do that you know you, you there's nothing wrong with having it as long as you set into to place specific things to do every month and, and you hit those those things right just like a budget make sure it's there make sure it gets paid um you know that, that's the biggest key to me uh for debt to income percent uh personally um you know nobody knows the actual algorithm of how to get the perfect you know i always everybody always you know oh what's your credit score and you know it, to me, I've never gone into a place and gotten a better rate for having an 800 credit score versus, you know, a 760 credit score. I, you know, basically what I'm finding is, you know, somewhere between that 720, I, one time I had 740 come up as like, hey, you get a 25 or 0.25% discount for having this. So I would say if you're at 740 and above, it doesn't really matter what that number is. You know, I mean, it, it still screams good credit. Like, you're not going to get any more discounts anywhere you go. Yeah, I guess, you know, I've never heard of a credit card that says you have to have, you know, 800 to have a, a gold plate in one, anything like that. You know, so having good credit or excellent is what they call it, you know. Um, so basically 740. Uh, I find personally stay in that 30%, right? So if you have a $10,000 or a $1,000 limit, right? Uh, spend $300, right? 
uh, if you're halfway through the month and you're going to go spend something, you know, go in and make the payment quickly, uh, keep it below and then, and then kind of go back into it and, and never really reach above, um, you know, never, honestly, never go above 50% is my kind of true, true, uh, guidelines, I guess. Never go above 50. But 30 is where you want to keep it around there and then pay it off. 30%, you know, build it up, build it up. And, you know, if you're finding that you're spending a little bit more money, call, call the credit card company and say, hey, um, you know, I'd like a little bit bigger of a, a credit limit. And honestly, they, they want to give you a credit limit higher because they assume you're going to spend it. So, <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I think 30% is, is my number. Um, what are your feelings on, on percentage, David? I would say 30 to 35%. I really don't like to go higher than that. Uh, you, you have to realize they're looking at making money in two ways. One, there's a fee every time you run your credit card. So as a business owner, I know this. I know if I run somebody's credit card, I'm not getting $20. I'm probably getting $18. That's a cost of doing business. You deal with it, you move on. Their, their way of making real money is the people that don't know how to pay their bills and are carrying a balance every month. They love those people if you're carrying a balance every month. They don't want the people that are late because if you're late, there's that possibility you may never pay your bill. But if you carry a balance every month and then charge you 20%, they love you. You are their favorite customer. So don't be that guy. Be the guy that pays off that bill every month. And one of the other things that, you know, I highly suggest is sign up for one of these free credit services. So like Credit Karma, Credit Sesame, one of those, it'll, you can monitor your credit report, you can monitor your credit score. A lot of the credit cards out there will let you monitor your credit score. It's fantastic. It's free. You don't have to pay Equifax, you know, 10 bucks a month to do this. You can just get it done and not worry about it again. So that's that's kind of our spiel on credit cards. What was that, Nick? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, you know, it, I want to talk about credit karma real quick. If you could uh, tell the benefits, I guess, are of that. Um, that'd be great. So with credit karma, you sign up and. And what it will do is a soft pull on your, your credit report. So it will show you everything that's out there on your credit report. It'll give you a approximate credit score so that if you have, you know, you'll have at least some idea of this is where I fall. You know, I'm a 650, I'm a 700, I'm a 750. It'll kind of give you an idea of what that is. They can also give credit card recommendations for, you know, these are cards that we think you should apply for. You might get, you know, approved. Um, and then if you look at your credit report, you can figure out, okay, well, there's some discrepancies here. I need to dispute with the credit agency to, to get this off or this doesn't look right, you know, so I need to get that fixed. And, and, and anything that isn't correct on your credit report, you should be looking at this at least yearly. Anything that's not right, you can get fixed and that will obviously up your score every time something like that gets fixed. Sure. Um, let's say, you know, this, this video is, is David and I talked about it. This video is getting, uh, pretty, pretty lengthy. We're, we could talk about credit cards kind of all day. Um, I, I wanted to say that this one, this video, this, this week, um, is sponsored by, uh, my own homebrew of, uh, you know, I have a, I have a nice peach 
peach mango cider that my wife and I made. Um, so that's what I, I've kind of been drinking on all day. It's, it's uh, great and refreshing. Um, but as I say, I think we're going to, we're going to do another video here just a little bit, um, about debt consolidation and we'll post the, I think we're going to do a, a double header today. We are. <laughs> we're going to kind of split this because, you know, the, the other topic we have really goes with this, but we don't want to make the video too long. So you just to give you a little background if you're interested in that video. So like Nick had brought it up earlier. Some people should never have credit cards. So we're going to talk about debt consolidation and dealing with debt collectors. I'm going to talk about one of my best friends who Mike knows very, very well. We've known the guy for over 25 years. And even though he's older than me for a while, he became my unofficial son because he had to go to the bank of David and take out money to pay off credit cards because he dated a girl that wasn't very responsible and he wasn't responsible enough and ran up a bunch of credits. So, you know, if, if you like this video, you're going to love that video because we're going to talk about, you know, how, how to fix boo-boos out there that we probably shouldn't have done. So, right. Go ahead, I want to say, speaking of liking this video, if you guys, you know, if you guys could like it, uh, throw up the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel so you guys can get some updates. Um, it might help us reach a couple more people. I mean, we're finding that we're, you know, we're, we're reaching people in Australia kind of by, you know, by accident and we want it to, to be on purpose. So um, do us a little favor, like it, subscribe to it. Um, cheers to you guys. And, and we'll see a, a couple of you guys right back to, to do another video. So.